Hello, hello, this is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. All right, ladies, this is so exciting. This is Tracy Harrell, and this is Bigger Than Me. And today's conversation is specifically focused on how to have your best relationships ever. <laughs> is that exciting? <laughs> it's, right? So I... And it's exciting because we're actually, we all participated in a class called the Love Academy, and it was hosted by Ms. Debrina Jackson-Gandy. And what's really exciting is we actually get to, we get to now share some of our lessons learned. So for the first hour, from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock, we're going to talk about some of the things we learned, um, some of the things we wish we knew prior to now. And then Debrina's going to join us at three o'clock and we get to go a little deeper and a little further into that conversation regarding any additional questions or points of clarification. So what was exciting to me, ladies, and you, you tell me if I'm wrong, I'm going to have you, each of you introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what is your relationship status, um, anything you want to share about yourself, and then what would you identify as that one thing that you've learned now that you wish you knew when you were 21. And I'm going to start with Miss Summer with the beautiful summer yellow on and the, <laughs> the hat. Tell us, Miss Summer, what's your name? Where are you at? And Okay, sure. So um, I live here in Austin, Texas. I'm just turned 40. I'm single. And um, what did I learn from being through the two-day class? Um, really was focusing on the fact that I have been really good about just doing too much, like being the woman that's like trying to be like coordinate things, reach out to the guy, overdoing as Debrina calls it. And so just really learning to be more of the receiving, you know, being a gracious receiver, being someone who is not so much the one doing all of the things in the relationship and dating space. And so that was one of the big takeaways for me is I've just been the person doing too much. Like I really need to sit back. And what would I tell my 21 year old self? I would tell my 21 year old self, choose men that choose you. Right. And it sounds really simplistic, but it's actually really deep when you think about it. Like they're, Part of the reason I'm doing so much and making the calls and texting and checking on him and saying I have free tickets is because I'm trying to stay relevant and trying to be proactive, but then realizing like, if he chooses me, I wouldn't have to be so proactive all the time, right? Like I could actually be pursued a little bit more versus being the person that's always doing the feeling like I'm doing a little bit too much of the pursuing in a relationship in the dating space. Mm. I'm going to say mm, a few times. That's a Southern <laughs> confirmation. That's your amen corner. Ladies, amen. how many of you, have, does that resonate with you? Choose men who choose you. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Wow. We're going to come back to that. Miss Jamie, I'm going to have you introduce yourself next. Tell um, us who you are. Is, yeah, I'm, I am Jamie Smith. I am from sunny California. <laughs> um, it's a little smoky here right now, but it's it's still sunny. Um, born and raised. Um and um, currently, I'm, I've been in a relationship for uh, seven years, and um, I'm just piggybacking on what Summer said, you know, just, um, you know, just trying to, the one to take away I did take from Debrina was like the overdoing, doing this, doing that, always being there, you know, I got your back, rah, 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 you know, like, you know, just cheering them on and you know and I, I I I can't say that I don't get it back but I think there's some adjustments that definitely need to be made on my side I need to you know maybe kick back a little bit more and not be so available all the time and you know one thing is you know that I can say is that I did learn too was certain things you know sometimes it doesn't work for me and I should be able to just say you know what that's not going to work for me you know we need to pick another time and um, the one thing that I, if I could go back to my 21-year-old self, I'm 56 now, I would say, you know what, after yourself, you know, after God, make sure that you love yourself 
uh, first and then, you know, love the other, you know, person or whoever chooses you or, you know, that you find yourself in a relationship with. So that's, that's my takeaway, you know, um, uh, 21 was, you know, one of those uh, ages that I can go back and say, wow, you know, if I had to do it over again, you know, so yeah. I'm going to come back to you with that 20, 30 and 40 thing you were talking about earlier. We're going to come okay. back to that. Okay. Miss Charity McDonald, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, I'm I'm happy to be here. So my name is Charity. Um, I'm from New Jersey. I'm 35 years old and I'm single uh, by choice. And um, basically the two takeaways that I have from the uh, Love Academy yesterday was that, you know, always assuming that the man knows what you're thinking is not necessarily the case and also leading so i can relate to summer and jamie with that of feeling the need to do and and kind of overdo and i did explain how that did impact me personally with my health so i really take those those two biggest uh, takeaways for me were that just not overdoing and uh you know understanding a man does not complete you. You're already complete. And, and we are the completion as Sabrina says. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So now that we got the amen corners going, <laughs> cause I could tell something that each of you said, I wanted to get through the introdu introductions first, and then we're going to intertwine because I, I know what was really most powerful for me was whenever someone said something, it was so comforting to see all the heads nodding and the ladies kind of leaning in and coming in. So I'm going to yeah. go back to each of the things that you said, each of your main thing, and then have each of you kind of just share another layer of what did you think before? Like, how did you get to this, this new understanding? So Summer, you started out by saying, choose men who choose you. And one of Debrina's major, like I'll say paradigm shifts. One of the things she does for us is um, really this concept of, a juicy woman doesn't overdo my definition, right? She doesn't overdo. She is, she attracts the right men into her life. So there's no need to overdo, right? You get you, and there is an, there's an abundant abundance of men. So as I nod my head, you're smiling big. <laughs> why does that, each of you share, why, why do those words mean so much to you? And what else can you add to that learning? I think part of it, I was going to just share part of it for me is just learning to, to allow space, right? So sometimes it's okay, like, if you, especially being a single woman, like, if, a, if a, I text a guy on a Monday, he texts me on Tuesday, and he doesn't make any other initiative to call me in the next couple of days, just allow that space to breathe. And I haven't been really good about that. I'm one of those that's like, oh, we haven't talked on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, Friday, I should call you, you know? And I need to be a little bit more like, you know what, if he's interested, he will call me. He will text me back. If he said he's inviting me on the next day, I don't need to remind him, right? He's grown, like we grown, we both 40. Like you'll call me. Like if you're really wanting to take me on a date, you'll call me. And so I think just in my life, it's just realizing like, okay, so I'm really like, you don't need to remind him. He said he was gonna invite you out. Keep, you know, like keep living your life. I think that's the other thing I just got reminded by going through Debrina's class is like, I need to not be so focused on this one person when he shows up and just keep going out, doing other things and realizing like over time, like if he shows up and he keeps showing up, then wonderful. If he doesn't, then he maybe is just not the one for me right now in this season of life. I love that. Now, yeah. what, was, what was so exciting about Debrina's class is she does go through these what she calls love lies. Her, one of her best-selling books is called The Love Lies. And then she has this contradiction to the, I'm looking at page eight and nine about, there you go, Miss Charity. <laughs> That's the book. <laughs> That's the book. And, oh, y'all, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, love lies. And then what I loved about this, this little class, this little training, it was so transformational in so many ways, just by this concept of awareness. So from the love lies, what we were raised to believe to the fruit of the love truth, mm -hmm. the things that we now believe that's different. Ms. Charity, did you have anything you wanted to add to this, um, to the comments around choosing choosing someone that's, that, that, that who chooses you or? I, I agree totally with what Summer was saying, um, you know, I think for me, I'm, I, I was raised a bit more old fashioned, so I wouldn't initiate 
you know, oh, this person didn't call me. I would just kind of just move on. And one of the things about being in your girl that Debrina talked about was using silence. And um, that was an area that I definitely want to improve upon is learning how to properly communicate, um, saying no to speak to something earlier that Miss Jamie mentioned. And um, there's an available abundance of men a lot of times we're taught that it's very limited and that we don't have as many um, options and that's not really true there are plenty of options um, there are billions of people in the world so it's just how we look at it and you know we we have to know we have options each one of us here on the panel <laughs> yeah. I love that I love that Jamie what are your thoughts about this this initial topic of choosing men who choose you and not doing too much yeah, um, I, I just know like at 21, when I when I think back and the things that were modeled for me, you know, growing up, um, you know, the women did for the men and you do this. And so at 21, when I look back, I've said, wow, I was doing that same stuff. And then I look all these years later and I was like, Jamie, you got to change something. And one thing that I went back to and I thought about, I was part of Debrina's initial love academy when she first started off years ago. And, you know, things have evolved since then. And then just some of the nuggets that she left with, it was like, you can't, you know, what do they say? You know, madness or, you know, it, it's doing the same thing over and over again, expect, expecting different results. And so I, I just want different results, you know, and, you know, I'm just like going to do some shifting around, you know, like she talks about the paradigm shift. I need to do that even in my current relationship. And I'm with a great guy. I just need to work some things out in me so I can, you know, get those different results that, you know, I desire, you know, so. Yeah, I, I so. love, I lo to me, that's what this is all about. So yeah. I'm an author that I'm now, I've spent 25 years in corporate America and I've transitioned yeah. into a space now where I'm really all about what can I do to help others live their best life? And I have a few yeah. areas of focus. One of them includes just being your best in every way and being able yeah. to get the results that you want in every aspect of your life. And so for you to say, I'm in a great relationship, but I don't always get the results that I want. This is more yeah. about optimizing, right? Yeah. This is more about yeah. saying, you know, are you the happiest? Are you, do you, do you, do you get the results that you want with the least amount of effort? I think about yeah. Deepak Chopra when he talks about the seven laws of spiritual success, right? There's certain yeah. things where birds don't try to fly. Fish don't try to swim, they just swim. As, yeah. as Debrina would say, juicy women don't, don't we attract all the yeah. men we could possibly yeah. want, right? And yeah. if you're in a relationship, what I love this, and I have to tell you, full disclosure, everything, everything that she has shared has has reaped the results that I desired and didn't yeah. even know sometimes that I wanted. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I feel yeah. like she opened up these the, these avenues, but this concept of results, yeah. even when it relates to communication, she has this amazing language around mm -hmm. manies versus what she called womanies. Yeah. Womanies. Womanies. Yeah. womanies. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about communication and how critical <laughs> communication is or was uh, um in, in, in the pro in, in getting what you want. So I'm gonna have who wants to start out that conversation? <laughs> I'll start. Okay. Um, yeah. So one of the things that I found really interesting in the first part of Love Academy is she actually um, gave an example to a lady, you know, she was talking about her situation and when she was trying to explain um, how to communicate, it was just very interesting how there was a lot of like uh, difficulty adapting to the Manny's way of speaking because she's so used to speaking like we as women speaking concepts and yes. we understand that you know it's like if we look at a building we think about internally how it's built up in its foundation and I feel like when men are looking at it they're really just looking at the outside unless there's like a specific need they're not thinking about things as in depth so when we talk in concepts like you know um I would, you know, I would love it if you, you know, were in a godly friendship. Well, that can be misconstrued totally. What now? What did you just say? I mentioned the godly friendship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you found the word totally misconstrued. Listen, that's a whole nother conversation. We're going to have to bring that back up with you. That's womanese. <laughs> so well, what, I, what I think is interesting, yes, ma'am, Miss Jamie, like, like I said, we're coming back to that. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, what I, I need for you to tell me, you said you've been in, in a relationship for seven years. Uh -huh. Have you found that, so 
this concept of being in your woman. Yes. Understanding that men need for us to speak directly to ask exactly for what she wants let's lay out the what she let's lay out for those women and men who might be listening so in case they're not being communicated well they can tell their women and women in case you're not communicating with men and what i love about this is it's not even men that you're in a love relationship with these are your children these are men yeah. that you work with these are men yeah. that you might be have any type of relationship connection with this is how yeah. we communicate. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, right? It's, it's, it's right, the black, right. the black yeah. version of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, really? um, yeah, so I, I, I've been practicing like with my little cousins, my little, uh, you know, my little godchildren. I don't, I don't have any uh, sons or anything, so, but I've been, I, I practice actually after the, uh, we finished up Love Academy last, yesterday and I was with some of my little nephews and I was asking them to help me with something. I was very specific and he knew exactly what I wanted so it was no hesitation oh I got you auntie so then I did it last night I uh my guy was at work I texted him specifically to ask him when he was going to get something he needed me to help him with and immediate results I was like okay it's something to this I've got to really be intentional and think it out I don't want like Summer was saying you know I don't want it to take me 15 or 20 or 30 minutes later to get a response when I could get immediate results, you know that, you know, mm -hmm. and I got to be patient with myself because I've been talking in, you know, womanese for so long. And then I got to get out of the girl and like being more direct and just saying exactly what I want. Hey, can we, you know, um, you know, instead of saying, you know what, I would love, like Charity said, I would love if blah, 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 blah. When would it be best for us to, you know, using those key, you know, words that she brought to the forefront as to getting the results that we want? Because I know men really want to please us at the end of the day. You know, whatever, you know, we want, especially if we're in a good love relationship. So, like I said, I, I was specific, hey, um, would you be able to get it to me today or tomorrow? And it was like, tomorrow. You know, so I was like, whoa, okay, this does work, you know, so it was exciting to see, you know, those, those, um, you know, those um, uh, methods and those, that strategy or, you know, I don't want it to be like covert or anything, but I guess it is, you know, but I wanted to, you know, get the results that I was desiring and it worked. You know, yeah. and he was really just like, oh, this is great, you know, and, and I felt like this is great. And he was like, oh, yeah, babe, you know, and that was like, okay. This, this this really does work, Jamie. You need to really be intentional. So I don't mean to go on and on, but it's really exciting, you know, when you've been doing things for so long a certain way and then you get somebody that brings it to you the way Debrina does and you you put it into practice and it does work. I mean, I, I mean, I want to give her a shout out right now. You know, <laughs> you can feel free to give her a shout out. She'll be watching this later. She's going to join us live, like I said, at three o'clock. Yeah. And I do think it is important for us to show her some love. Debrina Jackson Gandhi mm -hmm. pours into so many people so often in so many different yes. ways. Yeah, she does. I think it is important for us to do a little bit of, uh, not a little bit, but a lot. Mm -hmm. It's being really clear how we've transformed. I mean, I think women that are, she calls us boss chicks. She's like, yeah. all these boss <laughs> chicks that I got, you know, what I loved about her and I loved about this process is if you're a boss chick, if you're used to um, running a business or leading an initiative or whatever your, your roles are, when we tap into that masculine energy mm -hmm. too much, when it comes to our relationships, I like when she talks about over masculine tapping into over-masculine energy, right? And so mm -hmm. that I would say that was definitely my, one of my biggest learnings is because we're so used to getting it done. And if you're with a man's man, which I am, mm -hmm. he is not a wimp to be pushed over. So I come like an alpha dog and he coming like an alpha dog. You know, two alphas are, <laughs> you know, on occasion, <laughs> it is some shenanigans up in here. <laughs> On occasion, we, fellowship over there, and we right? love each other. We love and adore yeah. each other. And what I realized is, tell me what you guys think about this. Now, this is to me the most powerful thing. With Debrina, she has this course called A Juicy Woman University. And she's going to come on and talk about that a little bit. But the thing that is so powerful is when we change ourselves, we change the relationship. It's not about changing the other person. Let me see the quote that she said, and I wrote down in my notes earlier was basically we 
dictate the response that we yes. get from our men. So it's not yes. that they're not doing what they're designed to do. It's like we have to understand the, the laws of the universe, basically. This is how men speak, which she calls manese. This is how women typically speak, which is what she called womanese, which is typically that's men is from, from Mars, women, women are from Venus. It's that scenario. And so what I love about this is that we each get to take total control. If you're a control freak, you release control. And that's how you get it back, yeah. right? That's yes. how you get the results you want. <laughs> Let me clarify. If you're a control freak, if you like to have a specific outs- outcome, which we all do, we release some of that yeah. masculine energy. We tap into our feminine energy and we get the results that we want. Thereby controlling the situation without <laughs> calling yes. yourself, right? Yeah. So explain yeah. that. Explain that. Tell, tell me, tell me uh, how you've seen that same thing, you, you, any of you. Tracy, one thing I'll add is that I think with Sabrina's uh, class that I took away from it is right now being single and living with the COVID-19, I found myself getting frustrated that men would invite me for dates the same day, right? Just because we're all working from home, they would ask me like, hey, like you want to go to dinner? And it's like, you know, like 4.30. I'm like, I wish I would have known we were going to dinner before now. And so what I realized is what you're saying is like, it wasn't so much about the man changing. It was about me looking internally for myself and realizing like, I really don't like these last minute invitations all the time. And so what I needed to do is start asking and requesting if a gentleman's going to invite me to dinner, like I would love to know the day before, um, because yes, I work in corporate America, but there are days where I don't get off right at five. And so it's really kind of frustrating for me to like be trying to wrap up my day rapidly to get to this dinner. But then at the same time, it's like, well, Summer, you know, you don't have to say yes too. you know, like internally, I need to remind myself, like, if it's not a good day for me to go to dinner, I can say no. Like I can let them know, like this was not a good day for me. Um, and especially when they're calling me at like four o'clock to go to dinner, you know, like, I'm like that's almost no notice. Um, so I do think Debrina's work really helps you like look at yourself a little more versus so much looking outside, right? If, if it's important to me, then I need to make that known, right? It's important for me to show up into the situations where I'm letting the other person know I love spontaneity, but we can't do spontaneity 100% of the time. Like, I need you to do a little bit better with giving me at least a one-day notice that you'd like to go to dinner with me. I I love that. I love that. I do. I love that so much. I heard you say a couple of things. One of the things that I heard you say is we get to decide Mm -hmm. how we want the other person to connect with us. So if they're calling you at four o'clock for a five o'clock dinner, you get to request it. And she gives us perfect clarity. You know, honey, it would be great if next time I love going out with you. Would you next time you want to go out, would you call me? Would you try to call me and give me at least three hours notice, four hours notice? Call me around <coughs> lunchtime. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamie, similarly, what, what would you share about your ability to or, or charity, your ability to take control? by tapping into your feminine energy. You can go ahead, Cherry. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would just say, um, I'm on the East Coast, so it's getting dark over here. Um, <laughs> but um, So excuse my lighting situation, but um, basically what I would say is that the interesting thing about control is Debrina does talk about headship versus, uh, you know, just being um, a leader, right? And that mm-hmm. women, because we're complete, completers we're really sharing the power it's not about you know when people always hear the word submission they think oh my gosh I don't want to do that but it's like that's called for covenant and it's really safety it's not something to feel is alarming and you're sharing in that power so nothing's being you know taken from you per se it's more you're coming back to who you're really meant to be as a as a woman and Mm -hmm. your role is to kind of you know, we as women, we multiply, we're multipliers. (laughs) So we have the power to take someone, you know, who may, you know, maybe they have an idea, but it's like, we can really expand. We can really expand because we bring life into the world. And there's a host of other things that um, tie into what Debrina was saying. And it was very unique to me because um, a lot of the revelations I became aware of through the Holy Spirit as well, because I'm a very um, spiritual person. So it was very like, wow, it's so interesting to read this information that had already been kind of shared with me, but I did Mm -hmm. not know at 21 years old, you know? So I acted in the 
more of a wife role in terms of trying to cater to someone instead of, you know, wife, that's for when, you know, you are a wife and she does stress that importance as well. So the power is shared. It's not something where we always look at it as a struggle because we're in newer positions. We're more educated and things of that nature. But, um, you know, when you lead with femininity, it's more about the energy that you carry. It's not about like, you know, I have this, I have that. We, you know, you guys are all very well-to-do and well-spoken women in the group. We have like doctors and entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and all kinds of successful ladies. And it's very inspiring to me as a younger, uh, one of the younger people in the group. But um, I appreciate that, you know, it's like you have all the success, but not understanding like inside your own self lies that power you know, which is, it, it is feminine power that, that we can tap into and use that to our advantage as opposed to the masculine power we have with like work and doing and um, moving and shaking. The distinction was made between being a nurturer and being a caretaker. Cause I felt like I was being a caretaker in my previous relationship, you know, of managing where we were going and all of that. And it's yeah. like, that's not really my my role. I should have taken a seat back and just been like, you know, <laughs> you can decide. And also like, as far as the dates are concerned, you know, I would not <laughs> do a same day date, but that's just me. I, I wouldn't do that. Um, I would kind of say, you know, you know, um, using the feminine communication, you know, would you be able to give three days notice and give like a specific time frame of you know, if you want to do something on the weekend, get back to me by Wednesday at this specific time, because <laughs> that's the only yeah. way they're going to know, or otherwise they're just going to assume because maybe a lot of women may be more available because they are, you know, working from home or whatever case may be. So just keep that in mind. But the power shared, that's, that's yeah. how I do it. <laughs> 100% agreed. I just was looking through my notes here. One of the things that I heard Debrina say, and then Jamie, I'm going to have you respond as well. One of the things I wrote was, <clears throat> uh, men respond to us. Men respond yeah. to us. So when mm -hmm. someone's doing something, what we call them, lovely Leroy? <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely Leroy is not responding the way you might like, Keep in mind, he is responding to you. I, Oprah referred me to this book years ago, and it was called How to Change Your Marriage Without Saying a Word. Basically, wow. it's, Sabrina is implementing basically a lot of those principles. Basically, the concept is you don't have to tell someone what to do. You change who you are so that their response to you reveals the results that you want so when mm -hmm. she just, uh, to me that's huge right i mean that is a huge energy yeah yeah the feminine energy as opposed <laughs> yeah. to the masculine energy she talks about yeah. masculine energy just butts heads it, it, there's no attraction in two <laughs> negatives <laughs> no. whatever it is you have yeah. to your feminine energy and it's no less powerful matter of fact it's more powerful when she talks about the the the, the um the creation creation yes yeah. how god created yeah. the, the what does she call it the, the animals of the sea of the, the of the of the land, and, yeah. <laughs> she went through she all created of man, and then she created and woman. Land, and man, and then woman, yeah, yep. and then, then woman, woman. Yep. yeah. So, what does that mean to you when when you know you are the? He stopped at yeah. you at the creator. The creator yeah. stopped in creation when he created woman, the one that can produce life. Yeah, there's power I, in that. Yeah, that yeah, was it so is amazing. To me. And then, yeah. the, and then this idea that because you're the most powerful, the idea of saying, "Hey, hey." I gave you it and that, this and that. I gave you everything. So when the idea of submission, again, in a marital you know, situation, right. that means I because I gave you this, you're going to have to submit mm -hmm. in order for that. We're not going to call him a lesser being because that's not the, not, that's not the case. But, but, <laughs> but for those boss chicks who got any, any, any concern about losing something, the point of clarity, I think that could click in your head is your masculine energy only repels other masculine energy. You have to tap into right. your energy yes. in order to attract the results that you want. Yes. Yes. And there's yes. power in that. Yes. Power in that knowledge. Anything you want to say, Jamie, before I move on to our next um, you. You know, I was just thinking about, you know, how Debrina always encourages us to be in our, uh, you know, uh, feminines, you know, because she said, you know, because 
um, when we are in our feminines, it's like we're like the just like Charity said, you know, and, and you said, you know, we're you know, we're boss chicks We're you know, we're really walking us and it attract, we you know, really walking in that power and it attracts. It doesn't repel. I remember that we spend a lot of a lot of time on repel versus attracting. And I think it's just attractive because I can tell when I walk in a room, when I have a dress on, my guy is like, woo, you you look nice today. You know, where are you going? I was like, hey, I'm, you know, kept coming to see you, you know? And he was like, oh yeah. He said, I love it. And it seems like he, you know, is more touchy feeling, and you know, and all of that. And so I, I, I see the, you know, really the value in being, you know, getting, you know, dropping off that masculine energy. And it's so easy to do because of, you know, how society is when it comes to women. And, you know, we could just see it in the past week, you know, not to bring politics in it, but just how women, the value of it, but we ultimately are the gift. You know, we were the, you know, the final ones in the creation, you know, levels. And so we are the gift. And that's what she kept reminding us of. That was my other takeaway. I am the gift. And just, you know, for anybody that's listening, just know that you are a gift to men. And they, you know, they want to see us like that. You know, they do. You know, we just have to, you know, work it out with them. And, you know, it's, it's a shared, you know, relationship. You know, that relationship is shared. I love that. Yeah. Okay, ladies. Yeah. Okay, ladies. Now, yeah. none of us pretend to be experts, but I would say no. we are much further along in our journey than, like, I feel like I could, I'm, I'm actually, I'm writing a book and all this content is going in my book too. Um, but yeah. we have a caller. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, so y'all ready to take a call? We have Alicia from Seattle is calling Hello, in with a question. So Nathan, why don't you bring on Alicia? Alicia, you're on Bigger Than Me with Tracy Harrell and her guests. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Hi, Alicia. What's your question? Well, thank you so much for uh, putting this particular scenario kind of thing out. And this this last question you were answering was um, uh, really helping me get some clarity, too. Um, wow. I think I'm really struggling with boundaries. It's kind of a take back I'm getting from this. But um, I have this um, this sort of one scenario that I'm wondering about, which is, um, when a woman, when there is a, is like a misperception or a miscommunication with, a, with a man, um, who's your partner, um, or even just not, you know, just a male, is it appropriate to, I mean, how does, how does one clarify without offending or to get the message across so that there's clarity that someone has misperceived usually it's like a misperception of like me I, I get this all the time i don't know what it is i mean it's going getting better but and my Alicia, partner does this all the time he will Alicia, i'm gonna have you give me a more specific example i have i have a thought but give, give us another quick example give me give okay. me the an example but okay um so uh one one example well, okay so i have a relationship partner that i've been in for quite a long time we don't live together but um, he has he has this impression that I sit around and wait for him to call me, <laughs> and um, and so I uh, I mean at one time you know he does have a bit of you know like he gets he has somewhat of, a little bit of ADHD and da 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 and he gets distracted and this was this is what he tells me he said I'm so sorry I got ADHD I, I get too so busy and I meant to call you blah blah, blah. and he really does mean that. So, but it, it's been going on now for a while. And so um, for a while I would call him, you know, about once a week, kind of check in, you know, or whatever, like, okay, yeah, so what's going on? Are we getting together this weekend? You know, blah, blah. And most of the time he'd say, yeah, yeah, let's do it. You know, whatever. And he'd be on board. And then, um, so I don't know, something came up and he was kind of distracted about something and he wanted to do some things on his own with his buddy or whatever it was. And um, then uh, uh, it might have come up at a time when maybe I um, called him and he didn't tell me that he was going to go do this. So it kind of threw me off. And so then I was like, all right, well, that's all right. But, you know, when you get back, let's just make a plan, whatever. And then he got in this sort of mode like, why do you sit around, you know, why do you just sit around and wait for me to call, call you? Why don't you just do what you're going to do? I'm like, well, because weeks could go by and you won't call. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right, you know. And so 
but this goes on. And, and so that's just uh, one example. But so he has this very negative impression that I'm sitting around waiting for him, which I'm not doing at all. I'm actually quite busy. I, I work full time, you know, and I do I'm like, re- it's like caretaking, you know, like the, you were talking about earlier. It feels mm-hmm. like caretaking I, to me. I, I think, I think, I think we all are got got something to share, <laughs> and I'll start. <laughs> and I see all the heads that are nodding. I just wanted to make sure I was answering the right question. So there's a there's a couple of things. First of all, hold up the book again, Charity Love Lies. Sure, sure. Important for you to get this book by Debrina Jackson Gandy called Love Lies. It's really good because I I do think this concept of there's several lies that, that Debrina highlights. Thank you very much for that, Charity. Um, <laughs> so, several things, right? Like we think they should know, right? They're, they're, that's lie number eight, I think she calls it, right? Where they should already know whatever the thing is that you want to make sure that they're clear of. So if you think that there's something that he should already know, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Assume he doesn't know. <laughs> assume he, does he doesn't that. know. Assume he does. And then make it very clear what you want. So we were talking about manies and womanies, et cetera. So there's a couple of yeah. things there, right? So that's one part. The second, there's three things that came to my mind. The second thing was when you mentioned um, weeks can go by when he doesn't call you, uh, the first thing Summer said was choose men who choose you. Yeah, well. He may or may not be choosing you. There's a movie called He May Not Be That Into You. And I'm not saying he isn't, but what I am saying is the other thing that Debrina talks about in her um and this juicy woman university, this, this this love academy, is that women who love themselves, who are more into themselves, if that makes sense, who have, who are juicy in the sense that they have focused on, you know, sacred self care, right? That I hate to say it like this, where it feels like if he said that to you multiple times, and there's something that you're doing that's making him feel like you're waiting around for him. Right, there's some something that's coming across that way. Ladies, anything you want to share? I'll, I'll come back. I have more to share, but I'll let any of the other ladies. Um... Alicia, one thing I would uh, consider is when you go on a date with him the next time is maybe asking him, you know, what sparked some joy from him since the last time y'all went out. And the reason I say that is it would give you an opportunity to share some of the things that you've enjoyed doing on your own since the last time y'all went out. And it does allow you to have a conversation that you are doing other things and enjoying Uh life um, without the time, you know, when he is not there, you are still living life. And so maybe there's a way to incorporate that into some of your dating conversations um, Mm -hmm. just to help with you know, sharing a little bit about what you are doing without it coming off like negative or in some kind of other way. But I like to ask people that question, like what sparked joy for you or what's been the the thing that's brought something, some smiles to your face, you know, and something like that where they can talk about some good things they've done and there are things they've done without me. Right. And then I can share the same thing as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Jamie, mm -hmm. Jamie, what are your thoughts? No, I, I, just to piggy, piggyback on what Summer said, I agree that the same thing because, you know, I know, you know, there's, you know, as a woman, we, we do work outside the home. We do have a lot going on. And when we manage it so well, you know, we have a lot of, seems like we have a lot of time. We don't, but when we're managing it well, people can get the wrong uh, perception and they think you just have time on your hands, especially if you're not married and you're single, they make assumptions, e- you know, even, you know, our men or people we've been in relationships with, our friends, you know. Um, and, you know, I agree with Summer, just the next time you're you're out or you're hanging out or whatever, just, you know, ask him what, you know, what's he, what he, has he been up to lately or what, you know, what's been, what put a smile on your face? One of my guy friends used to say, well, what put a smile on your face today? You know, what brought you, again, like Summer said, joy? And then, you know, I would just wait for him to call me. I had to get, you know, you have to get to that point where you, you know, it's not like a game, but you know, just find more things to get into. There may be something that you may be really wanting to do that you're not thinking about, like Debrina even mentioned to us yesterday. Um, you know, the things that we want reciprocated for them, are we doing it ourselves? Mm-hmm. You know, that was one of those standouts that came for me yesterday. So, you know, if you want him to, we, we the big one that came for us was the spirituality part yesterday, right? So what are we doing to spend more time, you know, um, I don't know if, you know, uh, you know what your religious belief or whatever is, Alicia, but just to, you know, spend more time with yourself and centering yourself and what do I really want? Do I want to continue, you know, in this situation where the person 
um, you know, they're distracted or kicking it with their friends or whatever. And that seems to be more important. So what's important for you? You know, hey, go. I know COVID has 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 forced us in a little bit more than we normally are, but just find ways to, you know, connect with your girlfriends or hang out or do something that you brings you real joy, you know, that joy that you've been wanting to do. You know, that one thing, you know, if you write, looked at your own personal list of something that you want to accomplish, especially after we come out of COVID, because I know we are, what's that one thing when we come out that's going to be like, wow, my life is better, you know, and it may enhance your relationship with him, or it may be like they said, you know, hey, you never know, there might be somebody waiting right around the corner for you too. So that's just something I was, yeah. Oh, we can't hear you, Tracy. You're on mute. Honey. Thank you so much. Yeah. Miss Charity, what are your thoughts? And I want to ask you to, uh, the next place I want to go is down this path. When when we talk about your masculine energy and your feminine energy, oh, feminine yeah. energy, feminine energy it attracts, right? So you don't have to worry about like the, the beauty and the peace and the joy. I'm beyond belief that comes when you're a juicy woman. And that's part of this teaching. And it's part of the stuff that, that Debrina likes to talk about. It's really about sacred self-care, prayer, meditation, yeah. right? Living your best life, doing all the things, yeah. the whole list of things, right? That, that that you are doing to invest in yourself so that he, again, men are attracted by that positive energy, by that energy. Not saying you don't have positive energy, but what I am yeah. saying is they can also sense when there's a little, um, I don't want to use the word neediness, but that's all I got. So, 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 you know, bear with me. I don't mean to, to offend in any way, but right. just, just know that that you're so into yourself, right? You, you know what I mean? Like you're so into being your best self that there's some attraction that comes to that. If that makes it comes from that charity, what are your thoughts? So I, I love, <laughs> I like <laughs> the advice that all of the ladies gave. Um, I thought it was very good advice. I'm not as, um, nice i just would not call period <laughs> because this person should know that my time you know well for alicia in particular that her time is also valuable and yeah. um she you know not to say she's waiting by the phone per se but it just sounds more so that she's following um a routine routine that maybe she's used to and her partner's used to i would just say to break up that monotony do not call because he needs to miss you quite frankly um so that it will be obvious that you do have things going on in your life you know i think it's great to connect with friends and connect to other hobbies that you may have um and yeah we are inside so there's more time to uh get to know yourself and you know be more focused with your sacred self-care because i feel like to be honest um is when you fall back <laughs> um you know with the feminine energy that's when for whatever reason it seems to attract men more when you are not as hands-on mm -hmm. that's what i found personally um i think that debrina would probably support I, that because I, she's I, all about doing the you know the sacred self-care work so um that's my advice Elisa, alicia yeah. i'm going to share i'm going to share a couple of things with you and you tell me how you like these okay sure sure so first thing is this i'm reading from this is from debrina's uh love academy she had this view of the fruit of the love lies and the fruit of the love trees and each of you ladies i'm gonna have you say something about these two love light number one or at least the fruit of the love lies one of the love lies, one of the things that we, where we go wrong is there's this, this fear, there's this lack of control, there's this lust or this idea of scarcity based in fear where there's some heavy unspoken misplaced expectations. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the, that's the love lie. The love truth is that love exists within ourselves. It's shared and it's extended. But everything you need is within you. If that man mm -hmm. never calls, never writes, never whatever, you're it's all good. And that's when the attraction happens, right? If you if there's any, and I when I use the word needy, this is kind of what I meant by right, there's some energy that is exuded when there's a follow-up. But like if you're so into yourself, again, women are meant to be receivers, right? And we're so busy. Right pursuing the no pursuit is pursuit is not an option and i hate to say it like that there's this over masculine overly masculinized energy excessive masculine energy that was my problem um but feminine energy is um more relaxed right mm -hmm. your body is perceived as a thing to care for it's a vehicle it's a means to an end sex is treated as casual that's one of the love lies as well but when you think of your body as this divine and holy temple this this sacred space it's even worthy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the same 
uh, overlooking and evaluating her primary love relationship, which is the one that you're already in, the one Mm -hmm. with yourself. She talks about self-love. Focus and energy is on having a relationship with another, someone else, trying to find the right behavior that reveals a man has become, you know, your, your, you know, she calls it savior, but, but, but really that's the love lie. The love truth or the fruit of the love truth is healthy love relationship starts with yourself. Self, mm-hmm. self, self, sacred self-care, self-intimacy, enjoying your own company and includes loving your body, a high level of self-love, not just self-love, but a high level level. of self-love. And and I'm going to read two more. She talks about reacting versus responding, being in your girl Mm -hmm. versus being in your woman. And then she says, you know, when when you're in a love lies, you struggle to receive, you you struggle, struggle to ask for help. You're challenged, you know, when others want to support you. But a, a woman who's in her love truth is gracious. She's a gracious receiver. She asks for help. Ladies, we talked about um, anything else you want to share from the love lies about being a taker and a giver. Oh, let me, let me read the last one. This concept of disappointment, dissatisfaction, being unfulfilled, blaming someone else, seeking happiness in him, unhealed, a wounded, broken, right, element. Not that that's you, but I'm just reading from this list. As mm-hmm. opposed to having deep satisfaction and fulfillment in yourself, having an open heart, being relaxed, full of inner joy, full spirit, fully healed because oftentimes things that happen with other people and there's some healing. She talks a lot about healing. Ladies, what are your thoughts about that, Miss um, Alicia? What are your thoughts about any of those things I said? Does any of them feel like some opportunity? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I think that um, definitely some of these these aspects, I mean, I mean, it's, I'm definitely aware of them too. I don't, I mean, I, um, you know, I, I definitely do some of that, but maybe not to not enough. You know, it sounds like I'm just not doing it enough, and and that I just need to hang in my own space and just not like when things like this happen, I just let it be, and you know, you know, call when he calls, you know, period. That's it, and he knows how to find me, and um, uh, that's it. I mean, he does. He is a little dependent on me calling, which he has told me before. He's like, well, you know, look, if I don't call, just call me. Or something, but it's got a little bit too much. <laughs> so I, um, I think that um, you know, um, there's a, there's definitely a balance. But I'm I'm at this place where it's like, okay, it's getting tiring to do it, and it doesn't feel right. It just feels like I just it's not my place to do it. So I, I definitely appreciate all these. This sounds like a really wonderful book too. Um, and having a, like an internal discussion with these these different aspects would be really good for me, even as a refresher for some of them, like this concept of fear. I mean, I don't consider myself fearful, but I, maybe I am. Maybe there is some kind of fear going on, especially now with so much, you know, we're, we're all just doing things on our own so much that it is a little hard to reach out. I mean, I don't definitely don't have the usual support system that I usually have. Let me ask you another question. Um, does anyone else want to share any thoughts? Um, Yes, Ms. Chair. I just, well, one, I just quickly wanted to um, thank you for being so eloquent with um, referring to the book because I did see a good point where it says, what are you activating in a man in the book? So it does mm-hmm. talk about how our behavior activates certain responses from men. And mm-hmm. it sounds like, you know, as I mentioned earlier, maybe she's, maybe they are accustomed to her contacting him and that sort of thing. And I just feel like it's a bit of a role reversal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree. And you can reach uh, Debrina, by the way, at million million dollar mentor dot net. So she does coach people. She's absolutely amazing. None of us pretend to be experts here. I think we have a lot of learnings. And it's so much easier, Alicia. You could join us on this call. And then when we tell our stories, you know, it's always easier to help someone else than it is when you're in the middle yeah. of it yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, don't, don't yeah. think for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, leave your email address and phone number and we'll we'll do okay. a follow-up because I'd love to follow up with you on um, anything. And you can stay on because Debrina's going to be on at 3 o'clock. So matter, matter of fact, stay on and we can ask her some specifics. What do you think about that? Sure. Yeah, I know I can. This is great. So uh, Awesome. So she, she's... And this is a great show. I'm really enjoying it. Excellent. So Excellent. Ladies, one yeah. of the other things I want to get you guys to talk about because I know we got to transition to the, to the hour break here, but um, this might be helpful to you as well. 
but looking for or trying to find the one Mr. Right, my soul, singular soulmate. Thinking that, thinking that there's only one man in the universe that was made for me. That's one of the love lies, by the way, Alicia. It's on the left side of the column. <laughs> and on the right side is that we women are magnetic creatures. When we're tapping mm-hmm. into our feminine energy, there's a radiance that goes out into the world. We're magnetic to men. We can attract mm-hmm. and draw in men to you effortlessly. There should be no effort. If, it's, if you're tired, stop. Yes. Something is wrong. Yes. Let me just say that. Yes. All of us are listening yes. to this story going, uh, uh-huh. that sounds like a problem. Right? That is a problem, Alicia. I'm sorry. But we'll, we'll, again, that, that, it just doesn't feel right. Like there, there's a, you, yeah. you say yeah. it doesn't feel right and you know it doesn't feel right, but you've allowed it to continue. It's not good. Yeah. Right? Would you agree? You agree, right? Like yeah. over time, it just kind of gets easier to. Yeah, yeah, and your yeah, feminine, yeah. her feminine energy is depleted, so she doesn't have, you know, the feminine energy. So then it may come across, you know what I'm saying? She's depleted. You know what I'm saying? When it talk doesn't more seem about right. that. We only have a couple more minutes here, but talk a little bit more about that. So, Debrina, I mean, uh, Alicia, listen to what she's saying about your feminine energy. She doesn't know what a juicy woman is. She doesn't know about that. So, each of you, tell me what you do to 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 uh, enhance your femininity. I'm, I'm going to go to the end of the section where she talked about the things that we can do. But would each of you like to share something that you do? Go take a bath, light some candles, sit in the tub, you know, play some nice music, love on yourself, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think for me, it's just learning to be more still. Like I, I'm one of those yeah. people that's always doing, 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 and so it's learning yeah. to really just be still and be in those quiet moments with myself and really mm-hmm. guard that time, right? So people will ask for that time, and if I know that this is like my me time, I really yeah. guard it much more than I did say a year ago. Before I'd be like, oh sure, I can do this other thing, mm-hmm. um, and then I don't get back to giving myself that time. So learning to be still with yourself is really good. Uh-huh. I love uh-huh. that. So. Look like we have maybe one minute left in this hour before the station is going to take a station break and so i'm going to have us meditate on the what debrina calls the five s's and really it turned out to be six ways to increase your feminine energy number one is stillness thank you for that summer stop all the moving and all the frenetic energy be more still number two solitude learning to relish in your own energy and your own company Number three is silence, turning off the music, turning off the TV and just spending time in silence. Number, that was number three. Number four is uh, sacred self-care. So filling yourself up, just like Jamie just said, filling up your cup, right? We always pour out to others. Slowing down was the other number five. And then number six was spaciousness. Our lives are often so busy. They're packed, our calendars are packed. Just have some days where it's nothing, it's just you connecting with the infinite possibilities in the universe. What do you yes. think about that? Mm-hmm. Ladies, yeah. this was an amazing hour number one. Oh my God, I'm getting the, <laughs> the notices from the station to let them close out for the, for the first hour. Stay on and we're gonna come back with more of how to have your best relationships ever, ever and effortlessly. Yay! Yes. <laughs> Stay on with us, Alicia. 